Raider. What's good, podcast fam? Sorry for the late, late start, but things happen. But we here now, and welcome to the Brang to Popcorn podcast. I'm here with my man Marco Mazzola and my man Brian Parkinson. How you doing? How's it going, folks? Doing okay. Doing good. How you doing? Uh, you know, I have to watch in what we had to watch this past weekend. <laughs> I'll let y'all know how I'm doing. And you might have to come to the mic just a little bit, Brian. It's not You're coming in low. Uh, see, Marco, I told you, man. <laughs> Dude, I've got to be right up on this mic. <laughs> you still sound like you. Early, I was like, "Dude, I, I'm tired, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna lean back in my chair this time and be comfortable." <laughs> but, well, I know you're tired, but we're gonna we're gonna try to get through this. But before we get through this, let's go ahead and hit that intro. Raider. Well, all right, and y'all, we have two reviews tonight. We're gonna try. We're gonna try to knock this out. So we're gonna start off with the Miss Marvel review and talk about our thoughts and whether it it really does deserve its what ninety five or ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, the highest rated Marvel show slash well actually piece of Marvel media to date, and. We got another attempt at Resident Evil, <laughs> and we're going to talk about it because, oh boy, there's a lot to talk about it that happened in them eight episodes, or what didn't happen in them eight episodes. But uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and start with the Miss Marvel review. So, a, a lot of y'all. A, a lot of y'all not familiar with Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, she is the she is a South. South Asian hero, Muslim hero. She was made, Marco, if I'm not mistaken, 2013. I believe that's right. Yeah, made 2013. She is she's been pretty popular in within the comic with comic book sphere. And uh yeah, so they decided to finally give her a show. Now, if you know her, she her name is Kamala Khan, and she is a huge Miss Marvel fan, fangirl, if you will. But we're going to uh, watch this trailer, and I know that Brian hasn't seen this, so we're going to inform Brian on Miss Marvel and her look and her adventures. <laughs> All right, but let's go ahead and watch this trailer. Okay, so first off, I just want to say, I get it. You get what? High school. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. You are a weirdo. Boys. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. But you're staring at the window in your little fantasy land. Kamala. Hey. Already? Really? Come on. Like. Do I have to figure out my whole future before lunch or is Maybe they're right. I spend too much time. In Fantasyland. That is not to you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. That's a fantasy too. 
something? Come on, love. What does it feel like? Cosmic. I always thought I wanted this kind of life. But I never imagined any of this. Do you know what you are? And yeah, so I'm gonna just start off by saying this. Oh, uh, I, I actually like this show. And what's so crazy is the things I like about this show. Let's start off with this. This is the first show where I can honestly say the superhero elements were my least favorite part of the show. But that's not a bad thing because even though it was the superhero elements were the, my least favorite part of the show, the character um interacting with the characters in their day-to-day lives and seeing Kamala Khan like you know embrace her culture I was really digging that and I don't know how you felt Marco but I kind of got like a Lizzie McGuire feel to it like it, that's how it, like it was kind of edited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was a really fun it, it is the CW done right <laughs> Yes, and it was meant to be. Like it's definitely aimed at a younger audience, which I think is part of why we have such a large or high Rotten Tomato review. I mean, I don't often use it. I'm in my 40s and often look at Rotten Tomatoes. I certainly don't vote on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. I think a younger audience does do that nowadays. So therefore, you're going to get a bigger bump if they like it. Um, I think this one was done really well. I happen to really enjoy it, having background on the character, knowing of the character, but not in my top tier characters whose books I read or things I, you know, want to know about. Um, She's a super important character, Um, but I think, you know, she just has a niche. She has a, 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 you know, a following. Um, Yeah. They changed her powers to a certain degree and spoiler alert, the ending, obviously, you know, we, we got a little bit of a different uh, twist as to how we're going to move her forward within the MCU, but I think they did her right. But it was very much that teenage, you know, drama, like you said, CW, but done in a really fun way. And it really resonated with a lot of people. It's not usually something I would get into. Uh, you know, like even I said this before in another podcast, this first Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, although I liked it, there was a lot of teenage angst. So like, it bored me. This had a lot of that in there, but it was fun. She was fun. She, I think she's a great actress. Hopefully she has a good long career. Uh, I think they definitely chose right with her. I thought it was a great show. It was re- it was fun, and I think we needed that, you know, coming off of uh, Doctor Strange, right? right, which was really dark. Obviously, you know, the end of WandaVision. You know, a lot of the se- a lot of the um, uh, Marvel Disney Plus shows have been kind of dark, right? You know, you have U.S. Agent killing a guy with a shield. You know what I mean? You right. have all these things that are just super dark, and, and, and you know, even Moon Knight was really rough towards the end, you know, and obviously very psychological, a lot of, you know, that stuff. So so coming in with this, it lends to the other half, right? We're going to get She-Hulk, which looks like it's a a fun ride. I mean, at the end of the day, it's comic books. At some point, it should be fun. It doesn't always have to be dark and everybody's brooding. Everybody hates everybody and everybody wants to kill everybody. It's just fun to read a comic book sometimes. And they made it fun to watch this show. It has its holes. It has its issues which we can get into, but it was a lot of fun. Right. Now, one thing I did, no, I'm going to just go ahead and get the stuff I didn't like out the way. 
one thing for knowing the character, I did not like the the way they changed their powers because I'm gonna tell you why. Because they still, it was still the way she used her powers in the comics, just with the just with the crystal finish on her powers. Yeah, I'm the like, light crystal, yeah, stuff. Yes, because her powers are called it's called hard light. Yeah. Because, because why? Because she hardens and there's light around her, yeah. light around her her body. So and the only thing I'll say to that is they've gone so far as saying to us many times that the comic book universe is not this universe. Right. We're not looking at the comic book universe, we're looking at a different universe. You know, now we have multiverse, right? So you can easily explain that away, where it's her, but her powers are slightly different, but right? Just, if you watch just, the end of the show, they essentially said she's a mutant instead of an inhuman, essentially. You know what I mean? I, mean, I know a lot of people got really bugged about that. Spoilers, but if you haven't watched it, it's too bad. Um, it's a three day, if I'm in my book, there's a three day moratorium. It's your problem after that. Um, but so they're going, she has an X gene, essentially. Yeah. So her powers are going to manifest differently. Now she needs to train with them. Well, I mean, they still could have kept the reason why I just said, because for one, I, I, I think it looks stupid. <laughs> I, like I'm about to say that, like it just it just looks stupid, and it has a stupid name, like <laughs> because I think what um what they were saying was they didn't want it wanted to be too close to Mister Fantastic, right? I, I still feel like that's an excuse because because even though they kind of essentially stretch Mister Fantastic and her powers, they're different. Mister Fantastic, he ma- he stretches Kamala. She makes her body parts bigger. Yeah. Like that's what it is like that like like that's like a small gripe, but I was like, uh, I, I I guess. No, I feel you. Like, I, feel, I think go? I think you're not wrong. In the fact that the first time we see the character in live action, you kind of want it closer to the comics. Yeah. Right. It, it's it's time. It's a tough bend when you've been reading the comics. You like the character, and the first time you see it live action, they drastically change. You know, right. bigger parts of it. You know, what I mean, I mean, imagine if they didn't make her Muslim, or they didn't make her, you know, from Jersey, or you know, there's just a lot of things about this character that they had changed. I think would have really went the wrong way. This was definitely one of them for some people. Not for me. Like I said, I didn't have a huge background in this character, although I knew I played the Avengers video game. I, I've read some of the comics. I know what her powers are supposed to be, right. but it didn't tweak me personally that they changed it like this. I, I saw that they had to, but using it as the Mister Fantastic close to excuse. It's kind of weak sauce. Yeah, like that—that that, that was the hill they were trying down. Like, man, come on now. Oh, and before I, before I forget, what's up, Lori? I can't really tell because it just says Facebook user. I see you, Lori. What's up? Thank you for joining us tonight. But also, okay, that's my only gripe, and also my only other gripe. Like I said, that first one was, was a small one. Like I was able to get through it. But every time, like the superhero parts came out, like um, I'm, I'm not having fun like that. Like I now, when she was in, um, when she was in, uh, what, what was it? Uh, where was she? Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan. Those fights with Red Dagger, I liked mm-hmm. because Red Dagger's a cool character. So it was nice to see Red Dagger being introduced in the MCU. But everything back where she stayed, I was like, I, I really could care less for it. And that's just well some of my negatives, but I'm gonna say some of my positives. The cast did a really good job, especially especially the um the, the young girl that played Kamala Khan. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know if you know this, Marco, but the but the um but the dude who who's playing her friend, he was actually in the running to play Spider-Man. 
Was he really? Yeah. And you can really tell. And yeah. you you can really tell because he does he does have that Peter Parker uh, weird yeah. perkiness to him. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we got Tom Holland, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, tell us a, a few things that you enjoyed from the show, Marco. Um, I, I, I actually did enjoy some of her power. I wish they used, like Moon Knight, I wish they used some more of her into it, you know, in terms of the power stuff. It's kind of rough. It's always rough for me. Like, I know we have to have an origin story, but to get six episodes and only get her as Miss Marvel at the last five minutes and get the costume at the last right. five minutes when who knows we're going to get another season. We know she's going to be in the Marvels. You know, we get that. Um, that was a little rough. I, it kind of bothers me. But I get why they did it. I enjoyed that. I liked the music. I liked the um, way they shot it. Like, you know, the very almost cartoonish. You know what I mean? Very you know, young, uh, the, the, you know, the word bubbles, the tweeting, the, you know, everything going on, the art, the artwork around it, I thought was very fresh and, and fun to watch. Like I said, it, it lightened it up. And after a series of really dark, dark shows from Disney, it was a nice change of pace. So and I'm looking forward to the new stuff coming out with She-Hulk. And I think it's going to be a different change. I just, I, today I watched Thor Love and Thunder uh, this afternoon. So, you know, kind of, they're, they're definitely on that bend even though it ends dark, it's the whole it's, it's movie. Fun. Yeah, right. it's fun. It's a ride. It's a ride. Yeah. It's a comic book show. It's a comic book movie. I want it to be a ride. If I want, you know, dark and depressing, there's a lot of movies out there. Right. You know what I mean? I have Schindler's List on DVD. I can go throw that in if I need something to really depress myself. Yeah. You know, I want something fun. Yeah. Also, another thing that I really, um, I normally don't like training montages. But I kind of like this one, and uh, I guess I've been watching the boys too much because there's a scene in that training montage. There's a scene where this person would be meat, just human piles of human meat on the ground. I'm, I'm about to see if I can pull it up. Okay, no super strength. All I got is this. So it looks like your power isn't coming from the bangle. It's coming from within you. Like the bangle unlocked the superhuman part of you. If this was the boys' universe, he'd be human meat all over the world. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but. but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, I really, I really do enjoy this show. And uh, uh, for all you uh, people that's anti woke, ooh, y'all gonna hate this show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I got, I got a question though. The the kid, her friend, right? At least on his own. Am I wrong? Like no parents. It seemed like they were they ditched him. Like all isn't right. he in school? <laughs> He's living above the store. What was his backstory again? Remind me, because I only watched the series I once. I don't remember. Somebody He's, in the chat. Some, somebody in the chat. Tell help us. me out. He's floating around there, basically by himself. Right? You don't ever see parents like that. He's got technology, and I'm a working man. I got. I don't have the technology this kid has. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, where, where's he getting this crap? You know, he's sitting there hey. with a program that's reading her biometrics and seeing where the pot. Really, I can suspend yeah. disbelief, but. When you bring right. in real world aspects and then you completely throw them out the window, 
I'll buy the hey, life powers. I ain't buying this kid's got all this technology. Uh, uh, no, no, no budget. Hey man, he's the guy in the chair. Also, what up, Paris? The chair. <laughs> what up, Paris? Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for joining us. But uh, yeah. Um, now, what really surprised me was that Damage Control is kind of a semi-villain in, in this show. They kind of ass hats. Oh yeah, and. They, <laughs> But it was really surprising because I don't know if you remember they were going to do a damage control TV show uh, years ago. Yeah. But that but then when they rebranded and start this you know, launch Disney Plus, everything from the runaways yeah. to uh like I guess the Legion show, all of that they just said we're going with a new route. Yeah. Disney Plus. But it was yeah. it was I I wouldn't say it's cool to see damage control, but it really wasn't because they were only there because they weren't they didn't really have an impact, even though they had an impact. I was really like, "Oh, I don't care that y'all are on screen." Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how what they would have done with the show with them. That it just sounds boring as watching paint dry. Yeah. Just watching these guys like trying to go around and stop like superheroes from doing things, and uh, sounds horribly boring. Yeah. Now, okay. Now, the one problem I had with this show was the other set of villains. I don't know how you feel, Marco, but the villains kind of came off flat to me. Not too flat where I didn't enjoy it, but their reasoning, I was like, okay, y'all want to go home, but like, what's that? Like, but, but what's after that? Yeah, there, there wasn't. It's an intro. It's a, it's an introduction to this character, right? It's an origin story. You have to have the villain. Their motivations weren't super strong or clear. Right. Uh, it was a little weak. Um, I, I understood, you know, like you said, they want to go home. Why? And it just, it just, it felt a little flat for me. Right. Know, they're just trying to shoehorn in so much of her and the fun she was having becoming this superhero and her love for Captain Marvel. It, it everything else seemed like an afterthought. Yeah, man. And um, also, also, uh, Lori has a point. If I can just pull pull it up, like Lori did ha- have a point. Yeah. She said, I did not like how the villains progress either. Flipped way too quick. Yeah, Ben. I'm talking about it flipped really quick. Yep. It was, they were all nice to her. Then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, we're going to destroy your world now. Yep. We don't care. We just want to go home. But my question is, it's been um, – for somebody that's been stuck on this planet um, for a while, um, y'all, y'all mean tell me since 1942 <laughs> – Y'all have not been able to find the bangle to get to at least try to get back home. Yeah. And and then um then now they're now now they're starting to do deep, deep cuts from the Marvel because if you know because the villains they're the clandestines, like that's a that's a deep cut. Like I don't think many casual casual count readers would even know who they are. No, because I like but we knew that had to happen eventually, yeah. Right? You, you're running through. 12 plus years of your A-list stuff you know, and some B-list yeah. and some C-list, you're going to have to start going real deep. Otherwise, it's just another 10 years of Captain America, Iron Man. It, you have to start running deeper than that. You know, even, even when you get to some of the young Avengers, most people aren't going to know who they are. Yeah, yeah. You know what man. I mean? Even a Kate Bishop to the average person who isn't deep into Hawkeye character, she's not Robin. You know what I mean? An average person knows Batman and Robin, but you don't know who Kate Bishop is. You have to go look it up. Right, you know what right. I mean? Right. Well, okay, but she's starting to get get more known a whole lot more though now. But uh, yeah, let's um, 
But uh, I will say this, though. Even though I really do love this show, I still feel like the MCU has no direction whatsoever right now. Like, it does seem that way. Like, which is it's not a. Uh, oh yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. That that was kind of a. <laughs> yeah. Will you help us get home? Okay, let's kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. It was a quick flip, but again, it's six episodes. Yeah, which is just that's been the biggest frustration with these shows lately. You know, since since like uh, WandaVision, which was more, but then once they start hitting that six episode. Even eight is short. Six is real short, right. real short to stick in a whole story. And you know, like Laurie said, have development of characters, villains. You can't in six episodes. It's not and introduce a brand new hero plus all their friends. I mean, it was a pretty big cast of characters, right? You got to deal with her family. You got to put all these people in there. And again, and I've said this many times, you're not even hitting an hour of 59, 60 minute runtime on each episode. It's right. Disney Plus. You have all the money. And you have no commercials. Why are you not hitting 60-minute episodes? The boys are doing it over there at uh, Amazon. Why right. can't Disney? Why are they stuck at this, like, 39 to maybe 49, sometimes a 53-minute episode? You can't hit 60? Right, yeah. Am I just running out of money? or? I, I think I, – I don't know. I just think that – uh. I, I, I don't know. I, I think, like, they just put – they want to push these out as quick as they can. So they're really not giving them, giving like the writers much room to breathe with these yeah. six episodes. Yeah, that's no, it's 100% true. It's 100% right there. They're cranking them out so fast. And we've talked about this before. You push out so much content so quickly that if it turns out bad, it doesn't matter because in two days, something else is coming out. So who cares? You didn't have that much time to talk about how good or not good Doctor Strange was until a new Disney Plus show is on and now Thor is out. Right. So let's not bother talking about Doctor Strange anymore. You're gonna talk about Thor now. And before that's before the people really get sunk into that, we got new stuff coming out. She Hulk's coming out, right? I mean, Black Panther's gonna be coming out. Yeah, there's so much stuff coming out. They're cranking it out. And you crank out that much stuff, right? Quality's gonna suffer. Yeah, like oh go ahead, Brian. How much longer do you guys think this Marvel cinema run has? I mean, like we we've been at this what ten point, you know. 12 years, I think, now. Yeah, something like that. I mean, how much longer do you think? Because, I mean, it seems like when I look at what's going on in the theaters right now, if it's not Top Gun or some you know well-known IP like that, it's a Marvel film or a DC yep. film. I mean, how much longer do we have before things go back to, you know, it's, it's not a superhero film? I mean, I think they're going to keep running it out until their last dollar is, is not being made. You know what I mean? If they're not making good money, they're going to keep going. It's Disney. They own everything. They own, they own their Disney Plus. They own these things. I mean, I would say it's going to be at least another 10 years. They have this stuff all slated out for, for right. at least three, four and possibly phase five. Right. Yeah, they, still, they still have so much to introduce, and I don't think they're going to stop until they get it all introduced. Yeah, and also... Um, but it's another, a good question. It, it, how long are they going to keep going, or how long can it keep being relevant? And, and I wouldn't even say good anymore. I would say decent. Yeah. You know, I think the quality has suffered a lot, and especially in Phase Four, the well, quality's definitely suffered. Well, it's also suffered because Kevin Feige, a lot of these projects, he really hasn't been heavily involved in them. And to be honest, you can tell because it's twenty-four hours in a day. Yeah. I mean, there's only seven days a week, and he's got like seventeen projects at exactly. you know, minimum at once, all filming and in production. How much can one person 
do before they burn out. He's got to be doing other stuff. And God exactly. forbid seeing his family once in a while. Exactly. And now he's about to go do um, be with Tiger with TT and do this Star Wars film. So, yeah, it's th that's the thing. Um, yes, we all know that Kevin Feige is a genius, mm -hmm. but Kevin Feige also, he can't do it all because there's only so much a man can do. Because now that you got these movies and these Disney Plus TV shows, he's stretching himself thin. And I'm going to just say this. I've enjoyed the shows more than I did the movies so far. I've, I like the movies, but I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed some of these shows a whole lot more than the movies just because, yeah, it's only six episodes, but... It, it's somewhat they have somewhat good pacing until the, the last episode has always been their problem because even this last episode it's a problem because the 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 ending is basically damage control fighting the neighborhood that, that's basically what it is mm -hmm. and like it it feels like it, it feels like is there they didn't have, they didn't know what else to do after what's your name killed herself trying to um close the portal and I feel like the they still have a problem with their endings when it comes to these shows. And I used to give COVID as an excuse, but COVID, but COVID isn't like restricted film sets as much as it did back then. So yeah. they can't have that excuse no more. No. But uh yeah, but um, but overall, like I really enjoy this show. I love I love this show. I do want to talk about that last. That 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 post credit scene because mm -hmm. I was I don't know about you Marco I was happy as hell because Kevin Feige and Disney you not slick I knew you weren't going to wait I knew you weren't going to wait a long time for us to finally see it but if y'all don't know they finally showed they finally gave us the X Men they they have confirmed that the X Men is in this universe and that Kamala Khan has the has the X gene yeah. so. I yeah, was, you get that little '97 music. Yeah, that, yeah, I heard it in the background, faintly in the background. But I mean, I know, I've seen complaints about that. I personally love it. Anytime, like even when Professor X came out in uh, Doctor Strange, you can kind of hear the the X Men theme. Like that's the theme. That's the theme. They're gonna do it. What about the cartoon you know? from the '90s? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like you can kind of hear it in the background. So when her friend is telling her, like you, you, you're basically a, you have a mutation. Yeah, so they introduced the fact that she's a mutant, not an inhuman, which I know a lot of people had issues with. It's kind of like the inhumans are, you know, the redheaded stepchild of the Marvel universe, and they don't know what to do with them, and they don't like them. But well, let's, well, let's be honest that that many whatever that was that that was trash. That was well, the show was that, bad. That was it, pure it, trash. It was, and then they bring in Black Bolt and then kill him. I mean, I get it; they had to kill everybody off, but that was. We've gone over that into death, but the fact that he just that uh, you know that Reed Richards just like yeah, if he talks to you, you're dead. Why would why would you say that? <laughs> why would you say just tell Black Bolt say hi? It, it, it credits like that's it. It's done. I know you can't do that, so write a different way around it. We wouldn't have a movie. And then to be honest, they could have, like I said, they could have they could have still killed Black Bolt but hadn't put up a fight because. Wanda still is a formidable mm -hmm. foe. Like yeah. she's like, well, even though it's not canon right now in the MCU, she's no mega level mutant. Yeah. So she could still hold her own. They still could have yeah. had her fight a little bit. I mean, yeah. me personally, I enjoyed the scene because it was brutal. 
<laughs> I was brutal, but I thought she should have had a better fight with Professor X too. A more of a mental battle with Professor X. <laughs> but let's be honest, Professor X always gets the most fucked up death. In How many times is he gonna kill Patrick Stewart, the poor <laughs> bastard? I mean, I mean, even in um, even in um, Deadpool kill him kills Logan. You, yeah, yeah. Even Deadpool kills the universe. Remember, Deadpool gave him a straight up lobotomy. But yeah, yeah, man, uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Like, as far as this show goes, um, I'm gonna just give this, I'm gonna give this a very, very high movie theater. Can't can't go gourmet because like I said, gourmet to me is perfect, and I can't find this perfect because it still has a final episode problem. They can't they don't know how to end these episodes, like they try to wrap everything up so quick. The villains, they come out of nowhere and they're just, they are very, they're very minimal. Damage control is minimal and the clandestines are pretty minimal. And it's it's kind of funny because in the comments, the clandestines are minimal right now. So I guess, I guess life imitates reality. I mean, mean, it's still so much into the origin of her and how she gets and understands and trains with her powers. It took so long. And to me, it harkens back to Boba Fett. That took so long to get him out of the desert, dealing with the right. sand people, and out of the back to tank. It was like right. four episodes. Like it was way. It could have been one episode. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we would have got it. You know, same thing. The first four episodes of her really understanding what the hell is going on and why she's been able to do this, and then like the last episode, like, all right, I got this. The learning curve on these shows, the learning curve for Kate Bishop, the learning curve on these, it just is way too quick. I don't know how to do anything. I can't bend this light. I can bend this light, and I save everybody. It's it's one one episode. Right. It's not okay. Right. But I will say this. Even though the villains are weak and the ending has been weak, I was still very invested in the story with <laughs> with Kamala because Kamala, she she's an interesting character because it's something different we have not seen. We You get to see... You get to see, you know, Muslim traditions. You you see, like they they put on on, on they put on the cutting room floor. Yeah, um, the women they don't get treated as well as the men. Like in the mosque, they still have cre- like bad floorboards and old dirty ass rugs. And the men they have the up the updated stuff. Yeah, and like um, they, they had a friend running for um for um uh, I forgot the board's name, but the board at the mosque. I, I still thought that was interesting too because her friend is a strong female character. Mm-hmm. I like seeing that. Yep. Her her friend, he got to give it up. He ain't get he ain't getting no ass. Like <laughs> he ain't getting no. He got to give it up, man. I that think, poor kid. I think that's why he said, "Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna just go to the school because I'm not gonna get no ass." Yeah. And, yeah, it's um, not happening. It's not happening. I like the character of Comrade at first, but then towards the end of the show. They just had him be like, you know what? He was the MacGuffin for the final episode. Yeah. Like, he was fun at first. Like, the dynamic between him and her best friend, I thought it was funny. How he kept calling him Brian. I thought that that was hilarious. Because I know people that do that on purpose. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, But other than that, I love the editing. Like, the editing was really fun in this show. Mm -hmm. Oh, Bruno. Yeah, his name was Bruno. Yeah, that man stays stuck in the front in, in the friend zone. Yeah, he's, he's mayor. He's mayor of friendly town. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm gonna give it to you. But I just really love the editing in this show. I love the CW aspects done right. I can't believe yeah. I'm ever saying that because I hate the 
I hate the way that the CW has gone over the years. But yeah, man, I'm rough. Really, <laughs> I'm really. But they're good. ending that stuff too. Like, you oh know, yeah, yeah. HBO, everything's porting over to HBO Max, so they're ending shows left, right, and center, so they can reboot everything on HBO Max. The same thing hopefully, Disney did. Hopefully, it does better. But yeah, I'm gonna pass it to you. But I, well, love I mean, Titans, Titans has done well. Titans is pretty good. I it took I to the third it's, season. It's got way too much swearing, and I'm I'm someone who doesn't mind a good you know f bomb. If you ever listen to my show, I could kill it, but it's just weird in that show. It's just, it's just, it's like gratuitous, like swearing for no reason. I have it, the same thing with the um, Picard. It's really swearing in, in Star Trek doesn't make it just doesn't fit. And I, like I said, I like a good f bomb just as much as anybody. All right. Well, um, before uh, I don't know if you want to give a rating or just say what or say what you overall thought about the show, but uh, you want to go ahead and give it your thoughts, man. Sure. Yeah. I mean, overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it. It was fun. It was a great ride. Uh, great, uh, you know, especially with her, Amon um, Vellani. She's really great. Hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly because I think she she was uh, a perfect cast. She's fun. She's bubbly. She personified the character wonderfully. Um, you know, I, I really like what they did with it, and I'm excited to see her in the Marvel. You know, uh, with, with uh, Captain Marvel and uh, Photon. Right? Is that who? Uh, that's uh, who she's Monica Rambo's yeah. playing. Yeah, Photon. Yeah, so I think that's gonna be a great, you know, addition to it, and I'm I'm excited that we got a little X gene, if you will, uh, dabbled into it. I know that's a massive diversion for the character, but they have to start bringing them in somehow. If this is the way they're doing it, I'm all for it. Let's go, let's go, let's do it. Right, right. Well, yeah, man. Um, can't wait to see more. And yeah. like I said at the very end, the um. Miss Marvel will be back in the Marvels, which is going yep. to be coming out soon. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I got. But Car- we had Carol Danvers in her proper co- in a proper costume. Yeah, but I don't that know how. Really I don't know how long. How much long? That was Brie Larson, right? It was Brie Larson. It was definitely a very thin Brie Larson. I follow her on Instagram. She's she's been working out, but like she got really thin. I think she lost a lot of her her bulk weight that she used to build up beef up for the character. Because she's sort of like you know in between when she was shooting this, but yeah, hopefully she goes back to it. She looked a little, little, little dangerously thin to me. Uh, yeah. Hopefully she bulks back up again. We'll make sure she's healthy. Yeah, but I don't know how long she's gonna be because I heard that she's a pain on set. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, she's well, not uh, that big. <laughs> you don't really shouldn't be a pain. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anybody should be. I mean, I know Tom Cruise can be. I know uh, Christian Bale can be. I can't stand either one of them. But yeah, although I think Christian Bale just was amazing in Thor. Oh uh, yeah, that he, uh, he absolutely crushed it. I wish he was in there more. To be honest, that was my one yeah. complaint when we reviewed it. He was but, really good. But I talked about pain, and um, I don't know about y'all, but Resident Evil. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and say you didn't really like it. The the, the show. I yeah, big fan of the show. I'm gonna give my thoughts. I, like I tell people, me and Res, me and the Resident Evil media, when it comes to the big screen and the small screen, we kind of have an abusive relationship. I'm like the woman that says that you know what, he's gonna do better. He, he'll stop beating me eventually. I go back to him. I can't like, leave. He has my CDs. Yeah, I just yeah. stick around. He has ten of my CDs. I can't and leave without I, my CDs. Every, every time I go, every time I go back. Jason, all you had to do was look at the screenshots of this and know this is the way it was going to go. 
I, I, I wish they would give me the franchise and a budget. Oh, we, it's, we, it's, we can't it's, hear you. It's, it is not rocket science to do a good Resident Evil film. You, the source material is already there. Be faithful to it. It's that simple. It frustrates the fire out of me, man, every time. Like, like literally, people just want to see the games recreated on the screen. That's all you have to do. Like, like if they gave it to me as a filmmaker, I, I would faithfully recreate the games, and, and it would do well. You know, I wouldn't have these weird janky zombies. I wouldn't have these weird fast-moving zombies. I mean, like, it's it's not rocket science. I don't understand how people keep screwing this up. I don't. It, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I get a little heated about it, too, man, because, I mean, I've loved this franchise since I was in middle school back in the 90s, and it's like no one can get it right. And it's not hard. It's literally not hard. Like, how can these people not figure it out? You know, it's weird. It's just weird to me. Yeah, man, but but uh, also, um, I just... I just want to go ahead and just throw this out here. Um, Netflix, look, I'm all for, you know, no uh, races getting their proper representation. I, I appreciate that. I, I really do. I'm, I mean, like, I, I genuinely do. But what I'm about to show y'all is a picture, a picture of a man that I feel like he should not. I, I'm gonna just, just show you this picture. <laughs> now, look, we all, if you play the games, you know the iconic Albert Wesker. And you ask him, what does Albert Wesker look like? Well, well, in this, well, here's how, here's what Albert looks like very edgy, looks really, really cool, right? So, again, um, I'm all. I'm all for uh, you know, you know, um, basically getting equal representation, but they got an um, actor I actually really love. Mm. They got him, this man right here. They 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 have him playing Wesker, and I'm and and, and I'm going to ask y'all, um, do y'all see a resemblance whatsoever? Okay, so let me ask you a question, because I know where you're going with this, and I and I've, I've read into this too. He's well, he looks like right, white hair, blonde, I mean, white guy, blonde, you know, the whole bit. What is the impetus that he has to be that? Why does he have to be? I understand it's in the games, and let's face it, they've never, I mean, I can't even, I'm trying to think of a video game they've represented a hundred percent correctly. We've had really shitty, I just you'll, you'll see my Mario Brothers review pop up online soon. Um, and we've had decent, we've had good, we've never had great, nothing that's been a hundred percent faithful, in my opinion. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, so they changed him. Why, why not? Why not? Why is it so? You know what I mean? Well, like you, you can see, like if you you have to keep Bruce Wayne white because he came from that time period when you know the, who was controlling, who had the money, and who was controlling uh, the the city. Mm-hmm. You know, the doctors was the you know the the, the uppity rich white preppy guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, Superman. They've done it. They've done the black Superman. I well, think it worked, but it's not Kal El. But you change it. Well, you know, hold that thought because before we, uh, before I dive into uh, why that's a problem, let's go ahead and watch this teaser trailer for it. Billy, Jade, welcome home. I'd like to build the world home. I really think you guys are going to love it.
So before we review this, okay, I'm going to see it from both sides. I'm going to see it from a casual viewer's side, like a lot of people out there that seems on Netflix. And I'm going to see it from a person who loves the games, who's played every game, every remaster, every remake, and myself. The problem with this show, I don't know why they continue to do this. They put this in a post-apocalyptic a zombie apocalypse. And if you play the games, it's never been an apocalypse. It's always been confined because Umbrella, they're really smart. What they what happens is they have these bioweapons all over the world. They're isolated events that they can keep under wraps because that's just what they do. My second problem is my man Lance Riddick as Albert Wesker. I would not have a problem with it if they were not trying to connect this to the games because they have uh, because they from the start they established that this this timeline is from the games so from resident evil 1 to resident evil 5 when wesker dies in a volcano in 2009 and my problem with it is i get that look i'm glad netflix you try to represent me but with this character don't because y'all did that with leon (laughs) Y'all did that with Leon. Y'all, y'all made Leon brown. Y'all made Leon a brown bitch in Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> he didn't even know how to use a gun as a police officer in Welcome to Raccoon City. Why? Why? But I mean, isn't it? I mean, isn't it not a good thing that they're trying to represent? If you if you take representation and you change a character, but that character is a freaking idiot. Or just a bumbling idiot. Then it's like, well, shit, you represented, but you're making me sound like a, you make me look like a moron, right? You make me look like an idiot. But he's not. I mean, he's a really bad guy, but he's not. He's not a bumbling idiot. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's a he's a representing. Again, and you can point it at the fact. Well, no, he's the bad guy. So now you're making us look like bad guys. You know what I mean? Like there's that aspect to it. But yeah, it didn't bother me at all that they changed him. I thought it was. I love the I like the actor Lance Reddick. I think he's awesome. Uh, it just didn't affect me. And I'm usually uh, if you've listened to my podcast, I'm usually one who gets bothered easily by shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I I've been on a tear for a year about them never using the white slits in the Batman cowl, so I get pretty bothered pretty easily by things. Brian, what about you? No, I like. I think I, the one thing I will say about the show is I think it's really well cast. Uh, I, I did like Lance Reddick as well. Um, I was I was really confused. At, at the the change in character uh, to go from, you know, being Wesker in the games to like this this family man, it was odd uh, to see that. Ricky <laughs> Kombucha, yeah, yeah, they have kombucha on tap. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, I don't know. Are you guys aware? Little little trivia for you. So uh, was it Paul W S Anderson? Am I getting that right? That did the the original yes. films. Yeah. Before Paul W.S. Anderson came on board to do the Resident Evil films, George Romero had actually written. A yeah, yeah, I heard about the Resident Evil movies. And I had read part of it and it was good and it was faithful to the games as well. I, I'm not, I, it's beyond me why, it's beyond me why they took that away from him. You know, I mean, imagine how the franchise would be today had he had control of it and had made the films. Yeah. But no, but no, we had to get Paul W.S. Anderson and his non acting wife in seven. <laughs> fucking movies yeah and i agree it's like you, you you take these this property and you just 
do whatever the hell you want with it. Don't be faithful. Don't be, it just that doesn't make any sense to me. Although some of the parts of the show were a little bit more faithful. I thought there was a lot more um like puzzle solving. You know that the game has in it, you know what I mean? You're kind of doing some puzzles. It's not just all right, zombies are coming, let's kill the zombies. You know, it's it's a lot more you know, faithful in that respect. You know, I where you just you're you're spouting in some zombie here and there, but then you have a lot more of the other aspects of the game into it in a TV show kind of way. Yeah, and and Lori, I do get what you're saying. Like I said, to me, if this would have not had the Resident Evil label on it, I would have been like, I would have enjoyed it a whole lot more. But the simple fact that I see, I see the umbrella, I see the Umbrella Corporation, I hear Raccoon City, I I see someone that's supposed to be Wesker. The problem, I don't have a problem with Lance Ritter being Wesker because, to be honest. I love um I love Lance Reddick uh, Lance Riddick. To be honest, he's one of my favorite characters in this show because spoiler, alert, they don't give you a lot of characters to like in this show. <laughs> but like I did like Lance Riddick, but my only problem is since like um my girlfriend, she always say, Well, why are you gatekeeping when it comes to characters? I'm not gatekeeping, it's some fact of if you're gonna say that this is part of, of the game mythology. I have to grade it as such. And if you know Albert Wesker, he's cunning, he's calculated, he is ruthless, and he's a badass. Only thing I saw from Lance Reddick is he loves his kids. He did one scene where, where like, he tortured somebody. There's another scene we talked about where they had this brother looking ridiculous. Uh, well, don't forget about the scene in the principal's office, though. You saw that side of him. Oh, yeah. No, he that, his daughter's in there. Yeah, that. out a little bit there. No, that was my favorite scene. Like, okay, you're letting him embrace it, but then that, but then you, they make him a bitch. And like, why are they make him a bitch? And then, then I, episode seven, we realize why he acts like a bitch and why he doesn't have any power. Because um, I don't know about y'all, but uh, this to me, this this was the epitome of they had this looked like something straight out of the CW. The way that they had this brother, the way they had this brother coming in. Hold on, bro. Chill. Clean up your mess in a minute. I'll do it. Albie. He has to learn. They got this brother looking. They got this brother look mixed with. <laughs> he looks like Blade. Blade action. Yep. He exactly what like, I thought. He looks like Blade mixed with Count Chocula. What is? <laughs> oh, coming out the back and point to the ground. I'm like, oh, I know they did not have this brother come out here looking like Blade mixed with Count Chocula. <laughs> Oh yes, they did. <laughs> they, that happened to you. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God, boy! <laughs> that got me, dude. That's such a good. Let me some count chocula. Oh, I just have my mic. Oh. They got this, brother. And I'm, I wish I'm more of the scene, but Facebook gonna get my ass. 
Uh, <laughs> it'd be worth it, man. It'd be worth it. <laughs> just take the band, dude. Just take it. And the, people, the people need to know, Jason. Count Chaco the Daywalker. Oh, I'm just talking about. <laughs> that's why I said Netflix. I'm good on the representation. If you're gonna have this brother looking that stupid, <laughs> I am good. How many takes do you think it took to get through that scene? Because how can he take himself seriously in that costume with that hair? That had to have been like 20 takes. There's no way I could have gotten mm-mm, through that. Mm-mm. No, I, no, no, no. Mm-mm. I can't. No, Netflix, you fucked up for that. I'm like, you fucked up. <laughs> And then, and then what? Hold on, y'all didn't see the best part. Y'all want to see how he fights? Y'all want to see? Y- y'all want to see how he fights? It's even more. It's even more fun. This is glitchy. Oh, I'm sorry. Put your hands up. Do it now. Money well spent, y'all. Not some of the best choreography I've ever seen. Money well spent. Just the hair is so bad. It's like, so bad. Like Lance Riddick legit looks like he's in a budget blade film. He looks like he's a he like he's in a porn parody of a blade. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. oh boy. And like I said. Maybe if a white guy was in that costume, it would have looked better. <laughs> because, like I said, it looks better with the slick back hair and the glasses. But you got this brother in a crooked high top fade <laughs> with some guy <laughs> with some <laughs> with a leather trench coat he got from Ross. It reminds me. I don't know if I should say this or not, but it reminds me. Uh, do you remember the Chappelle show? One of the episodes was like this, like cut skits. And there was an episode they did with Nelson Mandela where he played Nelson Mandela and like he runs this camp for trouble kids. And he right. just like, proceeds, like beat the crap out of the kids the entire episode. And he just, he, he, at one point, he just calls out, like, look how crappy the wig is. And when I see, when I see that hair on him, dude, it reminds me of that, that, that scene or that skit. Oh, it's so bad. Like, how, could, how could anybody? I mean, I don't. I don't understand how how any self respecting <laughs> filmmaker could look at that. And say, this because at the end of the day, what was the point? What was the point of putting that hair on him? Like the other the other versions, just didn't have the hair. Like it's just him, but it's not. You right? What is the point of adding the hair? Can't you just do the horrible trench coat and the blade glasses and just? Because once you throw the hair on, you're really stepping into the blade look, right? Like Wesley Snipes had that, you know, with the point and the, you know, the cuts in. Like you're really stepping close to that. You leave him bald, and you're at least, you know, you're not trying to show it that hard. There was, there had to have been a, a sit down, and they're like, "Look, this is what the direction we're going." Do you think anybody will notice? No, no, no. blades. It's been 25 years. Nobody's gonna notice this. Like I- nobody, nobody looked at that and went, mm, "No, try again." 
Well, oh, that's man. because since you can't give a black person slick back hair without him looking like, you know, fucking Sammy Davis. <laughs> they, they get hey, John Carlos Vito's been rocking it now for a while. But let's be hey, but if you would put John Carlos Esposito with them blacks, it's still it would look ridiculous either way. If you put the, the glasses on them and the guy, <laughs> I can't imagine him coming down that outfit either. That'd be so strange. Oh, I want to see that now. Now it's the movie I want to see. Because at first somebody can Photoshop that probably. Yeah. Because at first when I heard when I heard like when I saw like the boots, I'm like maybe it's a white Wesker and he just somehow made black clothes himself, or maybe you know Lance Riddick could pull it off. But when they showed a full <laughs> picture of that brother in that trench coat, I'm like man, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go. The hair, home. the hair was the worst part. <laughs> it was crooked. It was crooked. Well, that's because it was. But that I'm I'm pretty sure that they. That that they borrowed a wig from Tyler Perry because that wig <laughs> that wig was horrible, man. Can, can oh, you, that can wig. You pull it one more time without the sound, <laughs> like and not get a Facebook man. I just I just want to see it one more time. I I I, I got like you, a man. still shot on that. This <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I got you, man. Like like look. Look, man, look at his hairline. His hairline. Yeah, it, doesn't, is, it doesn't look right. It looked like it's glued on his head. <clears throat> yeah, it, it doesn't it, look right. It does. Right. It looks like it's scared to be there and wants to get off. Nah, bro, I'm telling you, he got the man. I'm, I'm about, I'm about to pull this shit up. Tell me he don't got, he don't got that hairline, man. Hold yeah, up. he's got like, he's got like a six head. No way, no way. I, I got you. Look, y'all cannot tell me. That this brother does not have this hairline. Let me let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I don't understand. I just don't understand what they were thinking with this. You can't yeah. tell me this brother don't got the count chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a uh, that's a forehead made for IMAX. <laughs> okay, so Jason, the uh, <clears throat> I'm losing my I feel like I'm losing my voice a little bit from this laughing. Um, the uh, thumbnail for this. Needs to be a Count Chocula meme. Like, have that screenshot, and then put the Count Chocula text on it. That that needs to be. I. It makes more sense to me now. What you said to me, what you said to me earlier. We were talking this <laughs> afternoon on the phone. It, it makes total sense now. Be, oh man. Because. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, no, I was no. gonna say something serious. I, I don't want to break the mood. I was gonna say something serious. Keep going. I don't know. I don't want to keep going on with like why this doesn't work for me. I will say this. One aspect i did enjoy from the show i enjoyed the scenes back in 2022 mm-hmm. but i didn't have enough time to love these scenes because they kept fucking going through different it was switching from 2036 2022 they wouldn't even let scenes finish and we'd be in 2036 i'm like why I'm it's hard to follow any show that does that like it just keeps jumping timelines it's it's real frustrating and annoying just pick a road and let's stay there for like, a while like i feel like before netflix got a hold of this i feel like this was a cw show because it's so much melodrama in this damn show. So like, where does this where does this live in your ranking of movies with the T? Like where where are we at? Oh my god. 
as uh, like what's at the like, top, what's at the bottom, what's in between? Far as like the Resident, far as Resident Evil, yeah, the whole franchise that they've done for movies now with this TV show. Uh, still for the top for me, it's it's still the first Resident Evil. It was a decent, even though it was far from it, but it was like the closest thing we got. Uh, all the other movies were shit. Now that that Welcome to Raccoon City, like I will give I will give the show this. It is not like that movie because that movie Welcome to Raccoon City, that movie was utter shit. <laughs> so is it first that first first movie, then the show, and then all the rest of the crap movies? I don't I don't know because I don't know where the rent is because at one point and the wig goes down the bottom after the movies. That's we understand that. Yeah, like the thing is, the more that this show goes on, the more episodes I watched, the more I was like, oh, I'm starting to hate this. Um, they even get hold on. I gotta pull up this uh this other scene because they just said, fuck it, we gonna make somebody John Wick in the, in this, in this show. Oh, Lorenz. <clears throat> I think that's how I'd rank them personally. I think the the first movie I remember seeing it, and I did enjoy it. It wasn't mm-hmm. terrible, uh, and the, and the show wasn't. I mean, especially compared to Welcome to Raccoon City, I think the show. I, I'm I'm kind of looking at it from two different two different perspectives though as well. Um, I have like the Resident Evil fan perspective, and then I have like the filmmaker perspective, and um, it it uh the, it it scores very differently on both. Uh, from from a, a Resident Evil fan perspective, uh, I give it like a one. It, it failed miserably. They lost me in the first episode when they had those fast moving zombies. Um, that's that's a, that's. A, had you not attached Resident Evil to the, to this, I I, I could have forgiven that. Um, but the minute I saw that and those real jerky head movements, you lost me. That that it was it was done after that. The little <clears> World War Z or yeah. Yeah, well, World War Z did it well. So did the uh, Dawn of the Dead remake in 04. No. <clears throat> Sorry, my, that laughing's got my voice messed up. <clears throat> but um, from a filmmaker perspective, I will say, I, I think I think the show is well cast. And there's some really good cinematography in this. Um, there, there was good filmmaking in this show. I mean, I, I think I think that that's redeemable. Uh, you know, one of my favorite scenes was the um, when they're in that tunnel with the liquors. Um, they did a really good job creating suspense in that in that scene. Um, that that was that was really good filmmaking. So from like from like a filmmaking perspective, uh, I won't judge the screenwriting on this, but like from a filmmaking perspective, I'd give it maybe like a seven or an eight. But but as an Ari fan, it was just a steaming pile of garbage that should have never should have never been seen the light of day. Like it, and it's hard, man, because Lance did a really. I mean, the the I mean the Count Chocula thing's bad, but I mean if you if you take if you take that out of the equation, like he did a really good job in the part. I really actually enjoyed him. I hated Evelyn's character. She's awful, and, and, and that's intended. But dude, she was horrible. Yeah, just just horrible. That that was a yeah. horrible character. I couldn't yeah. stand. I couldn't stand her character. Damn, we we on the opposite side of the spectrum because I actually just because maybe because I love that actress, I really enjoyed her. Like I enjoyed her. I enjoyed Lance Riddick. I enjoyed the the younger versions of Jade and Billy. I I cannot stand that their older counterparts. I'm like I. First of all, Jade's a fuck up. Jade is a huge fuck up throughout the whole show. Jade gets people killed, like, and and people tell her constantly, 
Do not do this because if you do, people will die. She gets somebody killed. A lot of people killed because she just does not listen. And then um, Barrett, he had um, the fat the, or the big the big bone dude. I he the he big was a bone non- dude. He was a non character. He was a non character. Then they get they made him John Wick. Is he big boned in his ass? They made <laughs> they made him John Wick. In like in the third episode, I'm <laughs> our fourth episode. I'm like, why? Why this makes no, it felt out of place. But I'm gonna I'm let you take it, Marco. I'm gonna let you give your thoughts. Well, let, me, let me let me ask y'all real quick. With Jade's with Jade's adult character, <clears throat> do you think that that maybe was a knock at? Um, I'm trying to blank. Uh, Mila Jovich's character in the the Anderson films. Um, because like I, th- I see some similarities between the two, but because mm-hmm. she keeps getting people killed, do you think that maybe was one of the screenwriters like giving a finger to Anderson and, and that yeah, character? Yeah, yeah, I know that you point that out. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they do stuff like that all the time. You know, I think that happens a lot. Um, and they kind of do inside jokes and yeah, I mean, big big fingers at each other, <laughs> which we're not really supposed to know about. But yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, she was. She was kind of a fuck up, and she was a little annoying. But the younger character was was definitely better. But um, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't a huge Jovich fan either. I, I thought she was kind of flat in those movies, even in the first one. It was kind of like I, I honestly I wish she was recast. They recast her and put somebody else in there. I just thought she's just. I don't find her a super. She was fun in Fifth Element, <clears throat> but that character was made to be that way. Beyond that, I find her somewhat useless as an actress i don't really find i can't really think of a role that is memorable for her and then i'm like oh she she really knocked it out of the park and i think she just she's you know people like to look at her so they threw up on screen but she can't act her way out of a wet paper bag with both ends open that's just my take on her so i think yeah i think that definitely could have been a a nod at her and and also um another thing like Oh, I'm. I don't know why it's so hard to get these goddamn Cerberus dogs to look somewhat <laughs> realistic. These, the CG. Everybody is just getting attacked by bad CGI. The only good th- thing that looked good was the liquor, and that's because it was dark. That was the only reason why the liquor looked good. But the Cerberus dogs, that giant caterpillar. The spider looked decent. Now the spider fucked that one dude up. He had to rip him in half like that. That was just that was he was just mean. He, he had to do that. He was already dead. But there was a giant crocodile, which that you know, if you played the games, there's a giant crocodile in, in Resident Evil 2. Or or is it three? It's it's one of those. And and also they even though they've tr- they tried to recreate these games. I don't need them to do that first puzzle from Resident Evil with the piano for 30 fucking minutes. They There was 30 minutes of them just doing that fucking puzzle. I'm like, y- y'all ran out of ideas, didn't y'all? Now, I know I've been ripping on this. I'm, I'm no, but I mean, re- re- you know, having the puzzle stuff in there is great, but rehashing one that we've already seen for 30 yes. minutes is just lazy. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, y'all, I'm trying my hardest. To find the positives in this show, but it's so far little in between. <laughs> like I said, the 
the 2022 timeline was more fun. I was enjoying it more. I when they went back to the to the apocalypse side, I was like, I'm kind of taken out by this because I don't like nobody in this timeline. I wish everybody would just get eaten by a zombie in the 2036 timeline because I don't care about Jade. They threw Billy in there the last three episodes, didn't care about Billy. Barrett, I, I hated him. I I hated him, and they they tried to give him a scene and make us kind of like him when he died. Once again, Jade got him killed. <laughs> um, I didn't like um, Ar- Arjun, like her husband. I, I didn't like him. <laughs> like the little girl, she was okay because she was a cute little girl. I, I can't hate the cute little girl. I'm not that much of an asshole. <laughs> um, now, some of the zombie stuff, like I said, the liquor scene in in the in the future that was a fun scene that was a that was a fun scene oh that felt like resident evil because you know it's not action it's suspense it's horror that had a little bit of a horror feel to it but other than that everything just felt like you know to be honest this could have been a walking dead spinoff like they could have just made this a walking dead spinoff and i would have been fine with it but for it to be a resident evil show I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna go ahead and give my rating and let y'all give uh, give your final thoughts on it. I'm, I'm on two sides. As a casual fan, as somebody that's casual, I will say this: this is in the perfect spot. It's Netflix. It's perfect spot. You can you can watch it. You ain't gotta pay twenty dollars to see this in the theater with a whole bunch of other people with motherfuckers like me yelling at the screen. This is perfect. I give this a very low store, very, very low store bought for it for the casual viewer. Now, for, well, I'll give my reason why I give it a low, low store, but some parts it can be very, very fun. Lance Riddick, he he's having a blast in this role, playing three different characters um in some parts. And there's a scene I'm probably gonna show after y'all give y'all's range with the breadsticks. I ain't never seen so him. Him with them breadsticks made me want to go eat them breadsticks. I don't like that restaurant like that. I don't Jello like Garden it. Speed, yeah. I don't like that restaurant that much, but I'm like, damn, I kind of want them breadsticks now. The breadsticks are good. It's <laughs> fake Italian, but the breadsticks aren't bad. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it was really fun scenes like that. Lance Reddy, he gets to have fun in the role. He gets to he gets to have fun um, being his his uh, twin brother, so to speak. Um, he he does convey that he cares for the girls very poorly. He cares for them, but he still kind of cares for them. Jade and Billy, I did not like Billy. I, I can still kind of like either of Billy's character, but I feel like the the actress she did good, even though she's not fucking four. She doesn't look fourteen, uh, but I really did enjoy their dynamic. Um, I know um, Brian didn't like Evelyn, but I actually liked Evelyn just because I like the actress. Even though they did some of her in the future, I'm like, that's that's dumb. So yeah, like I said, there's a lot of shortcomings. Like some of that, a lot of the dialogue is bad, and it would work if it was like the games and it was cheesy and they know it was cheesy. But the dialogue is cheesy, but they play it serious as hell. And they even and they take and they take some lines from the game and try to put them in the show, and it does not work. 
So, yeah, low story, but if you're a casual fan. Now, for all the fans like me, I'm going to give this a fuck you. This is a straight up fuck you. I was going to go salty until I saw my brother looking like Blade and Count Chocula. That's what brought that down to a fuck you. Me. They have no respect for the source material. They don't even explain. Um, the writer, um, Sutton, I forgot the rest of his name. He said, oh, we're going to this is canon to the games. Well, first of all, this is canon to the game. Again, Albert Wesker, he is, first of all, it's not right for a black man to want to be a master race. Well, Wesker is legit a white area. He's a, he's a, he's a, of Aryan descent who wants a master race. So again, you can't cast a black guy to do that because That's it, a problem. That's it, a problem. It, it, it does not work. But then, you know, doesn't make sense to the character. Netflix, they want to be progressive. But like I said, Netflix, you don't got to be progressive all the time. I'm fine if you keep characters white. They don't have respect for it. They throw in these, they throw in references that don't make sense. Like, Brian, um, I know you you play Resident Evil 4, right? You know the chainsaw dude? Yeah. Well, you know how he was in a village in South, and he was in a village in Spain in the fourth game. For whatever reason, he's in a prison in South America, just cutting up people to feed this queen zombie. Why I do not know because he looks cool. So let's put him in South America. Also, you already have a black character that's South American in these games. You have Sheva. Sheva was in the fifth game. And she she is black. She is black. But they don't have respect for the source material. They don't, they still don't get what Resident Evil is about. Resident Evil is about isolated incidents, closed corridors, like suspenseful horror. That's what Resident Evil is. It's not somebody watched the third Paul W.S. Anderson film and said, This is Resident Evil. This is what we want to do. <laughs> That's, that's, dude, I gotta tell you, that's that's a really astute review on this man. Um, I, that's that's a really astute review. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah, um, I mean, just just play just play the, the the two remake, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, um, like, and I'm about to say Resident Evil, Netflix. You can call me. I can give you the blueprint. The first season, what you do, you put it in Birkin in um in the mansion. The second season, well, at the, at the end of the first season, you could have a, a post credit scene that leads into Leon going to Raccoon City PD. The second season will be will be him and Raccoon City PD. Third, bring in Nemesis. And if you want to get crazy in, in a fourth and fifth season, do Resident Evil 4 and 5. You have the blueprint right fucking there now, do you think it's like sometimes they do that with shows like this and not just resident evil but like you have this long story that they've done because of all the games most people today probably remember the like the newer games right and some of the people who watch it never played the first game because it's really old i mean i remember playing it when it came out but how much of that do they remember right you have to play to the audience now not us old farts who like remember. I remember the first day it came out, I bought the first copy. So yeah. they have to shove in all that story, but get to the later stuff right away. We can't but, go all the way back to the beginning and start there. Nobody's gonna remember that. 
But you did in the first versions because but 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 I will say that I would give you that excuse, but Resident Evil One has been remade has been remade three times. Well, and, and then we got to the three remakes as well. I would be interested though, now after you make that point, Marco, I would be interested in seeing the demographics and <clears throat> tied to the reviews. You know, the people that are really pissed off, how old are they? You know, right. are they, are they my age? Are they your age? You know, Jason, are they your age? The ones that liked it, how old are they? Are they, you know, in their you know late teens, early twenties? Like that? Do you make that? That's a really good point, Marco. That's a really good point. I, it's I, so I, hard with all of this stuff. I mean, even the Marvel stuff and whatever. Like, you know, we were talking earlier about the the new characters, the the, the Z, D list, F list characters they have to bring in that not everybody knows about, but you have to young it up, right? Because eventually, you know. The, you have to get the young money in. The young money is what's paying the bills, right? The people who have more time. I'm I'm lucky. I got to see Thor in the theater. I got a kid. I got the, you know what I mean. I things to do. I'm lucky. Even though I run a podcast, it's kind of like I'm lucky. I got out to see it. I'm certainly right. not going to be able to go see it again. There's no way my wife's going to be like, oh, you want to go watch it in the theaters again? No. You know what I mean. You got to get the young money in, and they're going for the young money. You know. But but, but even then, it's like I can get that, but like. There is people like like the young audience. They're hipsters. The young audience are hipsters, so they like the old stuff. And the way that you could have did the show, like I said, do the mansion. The mansion is confined and isolated, and it feels mm-hmm. like a B horror movie. And a lot of these, a lot of these Gen Z, Gen Zers, they love their hipsters. They love that old. Like they love them old movies because it's cinema. Like they love that. So play like play with that. It's like you're appealing to the problem is that these. But I agree with you. But do you think a a, a show taking place the entire season in the mansion would have been blockbustery enough to to get the Netflix money? I think it would have been magic. I think it would have been awesome. My own personal take. I would have eaten that all up. I like that set in the mansion, right? I, I like the you know the movie set in the phone booth the entire movie. That's great. You know what well, I mean? That, that's awesome. I, I, but I, I don't know if he's gonna buy that. You you had a failed one. I guess as we're talking about this, something that I don't understand. You had a failed project to look at and, and say, okay, don't do this. You know they screwed up. Welcome to Raccoon City so poor badly. I mean, like people were angry about that film. Some people liked it. And there were some good things about it, like you know the the, the scene where they're you know it's, it's pitch black and you see the muzzle flashes going off and yeah that, that was, was a really cool scene that was a really well done scene, but just about everything else with that movie was awful. And when you when you have that when you have the Anderson films, and you and you see like they they skew like these are crap like people skew we hate these right like we give us why why do they do what they did with this show like i like the one question i don't want us to glance over i we we, we owe an answer to to people why can't anybody do this right or why do they keep hiring people like there's got to be a, there's got to be a script reader at netflix that read this and said oh my gosh this is awful there has to be. There has to be one person amongst their entire script reader team that cares about these games and had to have set, stood up and said, "This, this is this is awful." And like, and, and that's the thing. There's nobody there because what's going on? Netflix. They probably like DC. DC. They just they go with analytics and see. Oh, this is what's hip. And they are completely wrong because. Well, mm-hmm. but, this, but then there's nothing hip about it. That's the thing. They didn't even do that with this. There's nothing hip about it. 
what we want to know what it, what it is. They see that The Walking Dead got this many seasons. So they said, let's do our own version of The Walking Dead. But instead, let's put the Resident Evil label on it to get people to see it. Because this was number one on Netflix because, you know, they got my dumb ass to watch it. Because, you know what? I waste my money and time so y'all don't have to. So here we are. I just. It's like that last die. It's like that last <laughs> Die Hard movie. Yeah. It's off the top. Was it a Die Hard movie? They were, God knows what that script was before they said, we need to make this relevant. What's uh, Bruce Willis doing? Well, let's slap him in there and make it a diehard movie. Because other than that, if he wa- it didn't have mattered. It couldn't have mattered at all that McLean was in it. Right. You know what I mean? It could have just been a generic action movie. Insert Bruce Willis, make it a die. Add slap on the title, make it a diehard movie. Good, done. Yeah, Same man. thing. Same thing. We got this zombie show. How do we make this relevant? Uh, let's, let's just tweak it and, you know. Make it a Resident Evil version. How can you take it seriously though, with with that that blade capsular thing? And uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. That's that's uh, you know. And what's funny is there there are a lot of people out there. Netflix could hire them for cheap to do something right. I mean, like I I I would just I respect it, it's directing is not easy. Making a movie is not easy. It's a lot of work. And when and when you're handed a franchise that's beloved, that's even more pressure. Like that would be like you know I I, I want to respect and 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 not diminish what it would feel like to be handed this this beloved thing and say make something good. You know, like I, I, and I would take that very seriously. Like you know, if somebody told me to re you know do a, a Night Living Dead remake, I would actually refuse to do it. But but if if they did, you know, and I was forced to, like I had no choice. I mean, like. I would be nervous, you know, because I mean, the eyes of the world are on you at that point. Like, in, in, yeah. you know, you owe George Miller a lot, but I just, I just don't understand why they can't get this right. It's, it's just so simple. I, I understand somebody had said in the comments that they've never recreated the games. That's the problem. That's the point. When people go see a Resident Evil movie, that's what they want to see. They want to see the games. Right. They want to see the source material. The animated films are incredibly faithful to the games, mm-hmm. and they've done really well. The live so why can't film, they do that in a, in a film? The, the you can do it in the animated version, then it plays. It plays yeah. in a motion picture of some kind. So why can't you do it in a live yeah. action? But they choose to depart and, and go. Technology is not your problem. The money's not your problem. Money's not your problem. What's yeah, your problem? Yeah. And the thing is, and the thing is, Netflix, you should want to jump on my blueprint because the first season would not cost you no money because you would be in a fucking set that looks like a mansion and you would only have four or five actors you would have to pay. I don't I don't get it. That's what makes me so frustrated with this franchise. It's like I don't think they have that kind of vision. I don't. I don't think they have that kind of vision to say, okay, let's stick it in the mansion for how many episodes? I forget how many episodes this was, but you know, eight. I I, I lost track. Um, You know, eight eight episodes in the mansion. I don't think they have that kind of faith or vision. I think, I I, I think something some people don't understand about the film industry the people that make the decisions usually aren't creative. Oh, yeah. They're they're business people, they're accountants, they're CEOs. They're exactly. They're they're the ones that have the fine. They get the final yeah. cut, and they're not creative. They may think mm-hmm. they are, but they're not. So the artists, at the end of the day, bring a vision. They're like, "Yeah, that's good, but let's uh, we, let's 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 just let's do this," you know. And you have people that well, I know some, you know. I mean, you'll run in situations like, "Well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll finance this film, but I want you to cast so and so in it," you know. And and like, and they'll withhold money unless you do that. I mean, like, it's the the artist has no power. It, it's, yeah. it's at, at the end of the day, it, it, it's, it's not about the art for them. 
Yeah. Like, like it, it's, it's been one of the things I've struggled with as a filmmaker. I see so much magic in cinema. Like when I look at the art, the, the just the art of it, you know, with lighting and sound and, and the acting it's, it's magical. But every now and then I, I start to remember the business side of this. And, and like, if you really focus on it, if you let that infiltrate at all, man, it really robs, it, it just, it just robs the magic of cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's the problem. So the people that made these decisions, the people that put this out there, I would almost guarantee you are not creatives. Um, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, like it, it's, it's, it's just, it's not rocket. That's what's so frustrating too, Jason and Marco. It's, it's not rocket science. It's just like, take the time to get, you have, you have multiple failed projects to look at, you know, okay. Live action Resident Evil material has been done. Let's look at how that did. Oh, it didn't do that well. Okay. Well, what went wrong with it? Get on Reddit. Like, you know, do an AMA, like ask people, like, what do you look for in a Resident Evil project? Just ask people, you know, I mean, like what's wrong with doing like a grassroots campaign, go out there and poll people, get on Reddit and look, I mean, like you, there's gotta be tons of young people working at Netflix. It, it, it's, it's, it's just beyond me. Video game reproductions like have like a curse. They're really for some reason since the beginning they're really tough to play off well. There's only been a small handful that are decent, right? The first Mortal Kombat was okay, had its problems. Second one, huh, right? The Mario Brothers Double Dragon. I mean, it's, the list goes on. It's where they can't get video game stuff. I mean, the Tomb Raider. Could the original ones could have been better? I think if they took out Angelina Jolie. But and I will, I'm, I will say this: even um, the newest one, I thought that was serviceable because yep. why? It followed the fucking game because right. Was- <laughs> you have an actress who isn't like you know Angelina Jolie's status, so it's just all about her on the poster. So you're if you're not focusing on that, you're focusing on the story. Is that's right. what matters? You don't have to service Angelina Jolie and that star power you just have to service the story and that's right. where it should be yeah. and i'm like sonic you can get you can get a blue hedgehog right but you can't get but but you can't get zombies right you can't. <laughs> yeah well remember how bad they messed up sonic early on you know, yeah the first horrible you know like I, I, well, at I, least I, they listened that's true. What needs to happen, and this is not going to be easy to do, but I think it could. Uh, I've been seeing some success with some fan films recently. Um, I've got some friends that are that are making some Texas Chainsaw based fan films, and they're they're Indiegogo's doing really well. Um, what needs to happen is a decent Resident Evil film, but, but it's a fan film. You can't make any money at it, but I, I think I think it needs to happen. Um, just, just, just something that's faithful to the games. It's just that's just going to be a tough pull, man. Because a lot of independent filmmakers they work full time jobs, but they of- do that, and it seems like the studios don't really care. They know it's out there, but they don't really like look at it. And go, oh shit, they're doing it better. We could do it better. We could do that. We have the money, and we could always make money at it. Let's do that. People love it. Look at the Batman fan films. Most yeah. of those are better than the one movies we've been getting, especially the Nolan verse and yeah. Yeah, and I like the Batman, but some of the you know, I mean, some of the Batman fan films have been better, right? Even yeah. that little small one where he fights Darth Vader, like that was better than some of the crap we've seen. Well, I think I think the other thing is just video game. They they video game films have been done poorly for so long that it's just I don't think there's respect given to the material just from the get go. What? Yeah. 
Well, when you see a new video game, Jason, I'm sorry to talk over you, man. When, when you see a new video game movie come out, like I, I know for me, my first reaction is like, that's probably gonna be crappy. You know, like the, the Assassin's Creed movie. When I heard about that, I was like, oh, you know, like, well, I just didn't yeah. Scoff. And you were right. I mean, every if, time if I, it wasn't a bad movie if it wasn't based on Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah, as a movie, time. it wasn't horrible. It was bad because it's based on Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and it didn't stay faithful to the game. Yeah, because every time I hear a new video game adaptation, I'm like, well, let me go ahead and get my loot because I'm about to get fucked again. Let me yeah, go it's, it's another <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Well, luckily, ain't nothing been that bad. bad since oh. <laughs> like, that is that's not even the worst video game movie, but the worst. I movie. know. I just watched it last week because I had to review it on our show. Oh it's still God. in my head. It's still renting space in my head. I saw brain cells trying to commit suicide up there for having watched that show. But, I want to check something real quick. But also, while he's looking that up, one thing I just really hate about this show is they, like, yes, they say that is this is canon to the games. It needs to be shot out of the canon, but it's canon <laughs> to the games. But, but they try so hard to tie this to the games. They talk about night. I swear, it, they bring up 1998 so much in this show. I'm like, okay, we get it. We we know that the original Raccoon City incident happened in 1998. We don't need to fucking hear it. Then they reference Wesker's in a volcano. Look, Wesker fell in the volcano. So my reason for him being black, he just came out burnt as hell. He came out a black man. He was so burnt. He came out a black man, and that's why we got Black Busker. That, that, is, that, is, the, that is the most logical explanation. And the biggest fuck, the biggest fuck you to Resident Evil fans is at the very end when they say we have a we have a person in Japan that can help you out. I said they better not. They 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 they, they bet. And right when you see it, who are they talking about? Miss Ada Wong. I said, fuck y'all. I said, fuck y'all. I know. And they're already trying to do a second season of this, and they're probably going to get it. Unless yeah. unless it's a massive uproar, which I feel like it already has, but I feel like they're going to get it because people like us are giving them publicity. They, they need to take that money and funnel it back into Santa Clarita diet and do one last season of that and end it. You know, like that. I, I would rather have seen another season of Santa Clarita diet. I, I just like Stranger Things started off with being isolated. It's still kind of isolated because it's in fucking Hawkins. Like it's like they're afraid to be isolated with these movies. Even in Welcome to Raccoon City, it's still not isolated because you're jumping from the mansion to the police to the police um to the police department, and it's it's really frustrating, and it really hurts me to just see another bad Resident Evil property. If this was not tied to Resident Evil, it's decent. It's not the best because a lot of the filmmaking is, is bad. Like, the dialogue is shit. Like, the dialogue is completely horrible. Nope. These characters, a lot of them are just, they are stereotypical characters. They are stereotypical villains and villains and heroes. You're really not rooting for anybody. You're, like, you're just like, I just want this to end. They do leave you on some good cliffhangers at a lot of these episodes, but then again, once you you have to get through the bullshit in the first forty minutes of the episode. But yeah, that's that's my my mini rant about 
Resident Evil. Oh, Netflix. Y'all can eat a dick. <laughs> Y'all can eat a bag of dicks for this. You gotta give it. You gotta give it to the actors, though. Uh, they they did a really good job in their parts. I think you know, like, and I say when I say I hate Evelyn's character, it's actually a compliment because I mean she's intended to be a really unlikable character. Like like that that actress played that part really really well. And she off the side, cold hearted. Like you didn't get to that part, but she offed her once she got once her son got bit. No hesitation, shot her son dead in the head. And like I said, really great character. Like I'll, I'll give it to you, Brian. I like the acting in this in in the original timeline. In the, 20, in the past, mm-hmm. the second timeline is the acting's hand fisted. I'm talking about it's really really hand fisted. Playing playing a really serious giant crocodiles protecting. Li- I'm gonna let you continue, Brian. Do you, do you remember in the second episode? Uh, the she goes into an apartment with that lady and then oh, she yeah. has her and she has her um uh husband. she has a husband locked in the bathroom and there's like all the dead cats in the shower and stuff like what was the point in that scene like i don't I, was it was that was that just a cheap attempt at at, at suspense you know it, it reminded me of for some whatever reason it makes me think of 28 days later i don't know if there's like a 28 days later <laughs> reference or something um because then, then they yeah because when at the end near the end of 28 days later when they when they find the soldiers Anything for a second. There, uh, The Walking Dead, well, there's been multiple movies and survive. So when George Miller did Survival of the Dead, there was a society that they believed that there was still hope for the dead. So they would actually keep them alive and keep them locked away. And 28 days later, they had a guy, a, a turned soldier, they kept prisoner. Okay, because I was sitting there trying to remember like where I've seen that before. And I've seen that in multiple things. But yeah, I don't, I don't see, like, I don't really understand the point of that scene. Because, um, be, because they wanted to show that the lady was still cared about her husband, so she just fed him a bunch of stray cats. That's why they did it. There's some great makeup effects, though. Like when, oh, when he's trying to pull his hand out of the handcuff, that was really good. Yeah, like I said, some of the some of the practical effects are good, but this all the CGI just looked bad. Like all, it's it seems a lot. It seemed very rushed. It's very rushed. Like I'm talking yeah. about everything just look baby like baby oil smooth. Everything that CGI is baby oil smooth. Well, maybe, like, maybe, maybe they wanted to see like PS1 CGI. All they missing is polygon titties. That, that's that's all they're missing. Let's, yeah. let's, grab, let's go grab a Windows 98 machine and <laughs> let's let's do all the CGI yeah. effects again. Yeah, they they could have used another six months at least to clean all that up. No, but that's ne- that's what Netflix does. They even in their good show like Stranger Things, Stranger Things still has very bad CGI in a lot of parts because they. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the money goes to them actors. <laughs> because like, yeah, I think there's always been a difference between like movie CGI and and TV show CGI. That is always I mean, if you look at some of the good stuff on a DC movie versus CW, it's not quite on the same par, right? You see. Um, uh, the the Suicide Squad and King Shark versus King Shark on the Flash, right? It's a little sketch. It's a little different, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, look like he's really there. So interesting. So the, the movie. So I'm looking at IMDb Pro. The movie meter uh, rating for this show right now is seven, but the user ratings 
coming in at 11,778 votes. Averages at three and a half out of ten. Oof. So that's that's a really good sample size, and it's got a three and a half. Something is severely wrong if this gets a second season, and like yeah. at that point, you have to question anything Netflix does ever again. Like like yeah. that, some of the shows they've chosen to cancel that are really good, and yeah. if this gets a second season. I mean that's that's rough, dude. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being the filmmakers on this project and just hopping on IMDb Pro to see what things doing? Like, twelve thousand people have given you a three and a half. Like, I mean, you're you're sitting at a three and a half. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and also a lot. See what what happens is that these 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 suits they listen to these you know these reviewers of companies because when I heard the the IGN review of this show. I was like, this lady never played the games. <laughs> Cause she was she was like, the the first thing she said was that Lance Riddick did uh, he he captured the spirit of Albert Wesker. I'm like, I know you ain't talking about Count Chocula Blade. I know you <laughs> talking about they really captured the they really captured the essence of Resident Evil. I'm like, I guess. I guess um I guess um Daredevil was was re- was reviewing this because I don't know what what they saw because I did not see yeah, nothing. Like, what, what game what, what game did we see like Father Father Albert you know like it's uh, drinking kombucha you know yeah kombucha kombucha on tap that that's uh you know in fact if I wrote a review for this I think I call it kombucha on tap you know <laughs> like it's yeah I, I'm I'm with you man um and and that's and that's. And, and and when I said the movie meter, I think that's the the professional reviews. I think yeah. that's that's why there's such a discrepancy in the scores. There, you get you know seven versus a three and a half. Um, a lot of people probably you made a good point. They probably haven't played the game at all. But yeah, it, it, this this show really lives and dies on Lance Riddick, and, and yeah. unfortunately, it 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 died <laughs> with that costume. I've not laughed that hard in a while. I'm so glad that you freaking <laughs> called. Because, like, when he walked down the stairs, I'm like, oh, Blade's showing up. This is the first thing I saw. <laughs> Blade, Blade showed up in the movie. <laughs> and, so bad. and you know what's so, like, even the critics that reviewed this, like, reviewed this, like, decent on Rotten Tomatoes, this one critic gave it a four out of five, and he didn't even say much. It just says a mindless, fantastic eight hours. <laughs> that, was a four, that was a four out of five review, y'all, by a top critic. Hey, hey, pull up, pull up a picture of Wesley Snipes' blade. I got you, man. Hold on, give me a second. Let, let, let me pull it up. I, I got you. Oh, Wesley, there we go. Well, I'm gonna do Wesley Snipes' blade because because that brother looking really old right now. Wesley Snipes' blade images. All right, let me let me share it. Let, let, let me share the screen. There we go. And all of his glory, like Blade, and all of his glory. Now, let's go to Lance <laughs> Albert Wesker. Wait, hold up! I'm trying to see. Blade. Yeah, type Blade in there. See if it, somebody's had to have caught this. Oh my! Oh, well. Yeah, there it is. They got it side by side. <laughs> Like, so that's terrible. 
Like I know somebody it is the hard. It's it's like that Halloween store knockoff. Like that's the Halloween store costume they got out of the bag. And, oh man! And what's so crazy is if you look right here, I I, I hate to say it, but god damn it, the, the costume is accurate, but it just. I know this sounds I know this sounds wrong, y'all, but it does not look right on a black man. It just it just doesn't. <laughs> like the only thing I see is blade. That's all I see is blade. If if Count Chocula was if, if Count Chocula cosplayed blade, that's <laughs> what that is. Oh my god! But yeah, do you, do you think there'll be any uh, Albert Weskers like that at Comic Con this year? Like, if people are going to be confusing for uh, for Blade. At this point, I wouldn't be some. See, thanks Netflix. Now you fucked it up. You fucked it up for black people. For black people at um, and making. I mean, at, at cons now because now no black person can cosplay as Albert Wesker because they're just gonna think of Blade with Count Chocolate. Because first of all, why you give him that messed up hairline? Why do you even give him that wig? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but. Uh, that 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 wraps it up for me for my review. <laughs> uh, you know, Resident Evil fan, this is a fuck you, the, the the biggest fuck you. Casual fan, this is a the lowest store bought. Like this is like this is like great value popcorn. No, not even great value, like Dollar Tree popcorn. Like, like <laughs> it's like no, it's like buying a steak from Dollar Tree, dude. Three kernels and a bag full of like you know unpopped popcorn. You know what? I like that. It's like a steak. Like it's not gourmet, but you know it's all right. It'll get you through the night. But oh, yeah, that's and y'all have y'all. I don't think we heard your like overall rating. If you had to give this a rating one through ten, what would you give this, Marco? Uh, I I mean, I'd have to give it maybe a five, maybe a five, only because. I'm not as hardcore of a fan of the games as you guys are. Uh, I like the games. I played the game, most of the games. I did never played all of the games. Um, so, you know, we got what we got. You know, Blade Chocula was pretty, you know, pretty bad. <laughs> but, but the rest was, you know, the, the rest was uh, serviceable. Uh, I like the, the the figuring out the, the clues, things like that. Um, but, yeah, and the, the future people were not as strong as the, you know, the 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 pre you know prior to the future people I think that was pretty weak but it could have been a lot better it could have stuck closer to the games than they did um, I I don't really want to see them try again anytime soon at least at least not Netflix or these people they got to get somebody else's property who can do it right and do it respect I bet Is Disney that- would do a better job can you imagine Disney doing a Resident Evil game or a Resident Evil movie Let's go through the Disney uh, I don't know could they I think they, they could. Have- They'd have to do another one of their other labels, though, right? Yeah. Not Disney. Disney itself, I don't know. You know what? Or you know, give it to just give it to Amazon. Just give it to yeah, Amazon. I mean, that's that's where I would go. I mean, if you watch the boys, I mean, that's just some brutal, brutal shit, and it's funny. But they, I don't know this. You know, they vary from the comics as well. But God, that's great. I think they've been they've been crushing it. You know what I mean? I love so much of the shows, and I didn't think I would. But they got some oh. great shows over there. I'd go Amazon. I think you're right. Amazon's kind of like we're gonna do it, and we don't care. We'll 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 fuck everybody. We'll do everything we want. It's streaming, and we can do it. I mean, look at the craft they're pulling off on the boys. I think they could pull off Resident Evil over there. 
and I wasn't really crazy about that tomorrow war, whatever the hell it was, but some of the other stuff they've been doing was pretty good. Yeah, and like I was trying to find that breadstick scene because that shit was hilarious. But oh, I can't find it. That breadstick scene was actually one of my favorite scenes, though. I, I, I would say that. I ain't never seen I ain't never seen somebody so mad about not getting more unlimited breadsticks. Like I said, Lance Riddick, he was fun in this. Like when you saw uh, the other clone, him playing Bert, it was fun because they take they they say, yeah, he crazy. <laughs> like, but yeah, man, that's the, that's the um and okay, oh yeah, I forgot you. What would you give this, Brian? Skate Raiders get one, one to ten. Uh, as a Resident Evil fan, uh, a zero. Um, <laughs> okay, but from 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 the first five minutes on, man, I, I once once they had the fast moving zombies, I was done. That's I'm just I'm such a hardcore Ramiro fan, and I love zombie. I just I've loved zombie films since I was a child. Uh, I'm really I'm stickler on that, and and. One of the things I loved about, you know, I was such a big Romero fan as a kid when, when I finally got to play Resident Evil 2 and the, the original Resident Evil. Like, I, that was, that was such a, that was such an appeal to me. Yeah, bring that one up. <laughs> that, that was such an appeal to me, man. So, like, I, I, I actually really, I was hurt when they departed away from zombies, even in the games. But yeah, definitely a zero. However, from a filmmaking perspective, um, I, I would, I would give it, you know, seven or an eight, actually. Uh, I think there was some really good cinematography. I think the acting was good. Um, there were some good suspense scenes. Um, so I think it's really redeemable from like a, a, a filmmaking side. But but at, man, as a, as a Resident Evil fan, it's just that it's it's awful. It's, it's just yeah, awful. Man. It, it's, yeah, it's, man. It's sinful. There's there's no re, there's no redemption. There's there's no coming back from that. Yeah, man. Hey, I want to show y'all like my live my live reaction when they said that they're thinking about doing another season of this show. Y'all ready? Here's, here's the actual footage of me. Ah! No! <laughs> I fucking hate Netflix. <laughs> you, know, you know what we should do? Jason, at least you and I, take, pick, pick a day and we sit and we, we literally watch every live action Resident Evil movie that's out. I mean, I, and do it all in one day and then podcast right after. And just, just so people are getting raw emotion. And like, let's just review those films like right after, man. Man, I'm t- I already told you, man. You already, you already saw what my review is going to be. Ah! No! That's, that's going to be the death review right there. It would, just, it would just be funny to see the psychological impact all those films in one day would have on a human being. <laughs> like what's, because, what's, <laughs> what's so crazy is there's seven of them fucking movies, and I don't even remember what happened in like the fourth and f- like they made so many and pushed them back to back. I don't remember what happened in those movies, man. Oh man, but you know what? Uh, on well, resident well. I can't say this, even though Resident Evil's bad, at least I ain't being touched by Ricky Martin. This is a piece of news that we're gonna touch on because this this threw me off. And so if y'all have not heard uh famous singer Ricky Martin, you know, uh he made the song uh 
living la vida loca, which, you know, translate to living the crazy life. And that man was living the crazy life because the news that just came up is that he was in an inappropriate sexual relationship with his nephew. And now he's saying he's responding to the claims, but this is just, I don't know how to feel <laughs> like you can't look at all these celebrities the same because these, these celebrities that we think, oh, they're, you know what? We love these celebrities. They are doing monstrous, disgusting things. And I totally forgot about Ricky Martin. I I I, I forgot about Ricky Martin until I heard this. Like, wow. There's not they haven't really gave much details on this. I think his nephew was the one that came that came about with with the um with the allegations. I don't know if y'all want to chime in on what y'all heard, but this is just this is that's crazy. the first time hearing of it. Yeah, like this 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 news broke like this past weekend, and um, so basically what they're saying is um. So basically what they're saying is that it was reported Friday that um that uh Ricky's accuser um Ricky's accuser was his 21-year-old nephew Dennis Yadel Sanchez, which in which would introduce incest in the in into the case in Puerto Rico. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's illegal in Puerto Rico. I'm not I'm not sure if incest is illegal, but they but they saying that this man could serve up to if he if he is convicted, he can serve up to 50 years. That 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 is a huge crime. That, that that's a huge crime. And once again, it puts a spotlight on that we have to hold these celebrities accountable for their actions. Because I like I said, I went on a rant with R. Kelly. That man been doing that for years, and people let him do whatever he was doing, along with Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski was raping little girls and still making movies. That why he was making movies. Like I said, I love Chinatown, but I can't wa- I can't really watch it like how I used to because it's tied to a monster like that. Same with Bill Cosby. You know, I've never really a Bill Cosby fan, but knowing some people like him, I can't look in the same way. In that episode of the Cosby Show with his secret barbecue sauce. I can't look at that the same again because of of what he did. It just man, what a shock that was. You know, yeah. those of us who grew up with Bill Cosby, I, I'll never forget that. I, I was I I was one of the people like I'd refuse to believe it until the very end. Yeah, like yeah, like you'd be like, man, nah. Um like he was, like, he was the epitome of wholesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he was in some holes already. But uh, yeah, but it's just it goes to show you you don't know money doesn't change you. It just sometimes just brings out more of what you are. You know what I mean? Because you have that ability. He had tons of power. You know, he just snap his finger. He was Bill Cosby. He could do anything he wanted. And apparently, not everything he wanted. You know, and when so many people come out, when it's one or two, you can almost even though you should always take it seriously. Like ah, oh, maybe they're just trying to. And so many women came forward. It's like, all right, something's something's going on here. And it's it's a horrible disease. It's a horrible act that people do. And it's incredibly selfish. You know, if you take it just because you can easily talk about the fact that how bad it is to do that to people, women, whoever. Right. Then you did you did that, you did that to everybody who worked on your show. Everybody who worked on your shows. Because 
is Bill Co- is the Cosby Show running in reruns anywhere? No, it's been pulled. Everybody yeah. who worked on the show who got residual money from that show, things like that, it's all gone. It's all gone because of his selfish acts. Because he couldn't right. keep his shit in his pants, he had to. You know what I mean? He he wrecked everything that people had. Same with you know, and Roseanne Barr almost tried to do the same thing. Thank God they booted her from her show, and they kept on going with it. But she could have done the same thing, taking down all the people that were working on her show, all the people who had jobs. And she couldn't keep her mouth shut via social media. Like, what are you doing? You know, just because you have something to say doesn't mean everybody wants to hear it. Yeah, yeah. and you got you got to think of the consequences of what you're going to say and who you, whose lives you're going to affect. It's one thing if you want to fuck up your own career and make it go in the toilet, go for it. But you you reckon everybody's life on the process. Everybody who works with you and works for you. You're taking them all down. Don't do that. That's a really good point. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, I just want to touch on that just because that hearing that news, it just threw me through a loop because I was not expecting to hear that news about Ricky Martin. That 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 shocked me. But then again, you don't know these celebrities. We don't really know these celebrities. And uh, right now he's he's denying it, but more is going to come in the future, and I'll probably give y'all an update when we learn yeah. more. When we learn more about, I hope this. it's not true, but yeah, you know I mean, obviously, you hope it's not true, but hopefully, they get to the truth. Yeah, yeah. You know? The hard, the hard part is when things like this come forward and it's not true. You know, what I mean, and thank God if it isn't right, because we certainly don't want that something like that to happen to a young kid. But when it's not true, it just you know it screws it screws up the person. You know what I mean? It's right. really, you know the kids the kids going through it because who knows you know. And then Ricky's career is obviously not that he's had a huge career going on right now, but it's screwed because there are celebrities that have gone through that as well, where they get accused of stuff. It's not true, but then they have a really hard time of pulling back into it. You know, right? And um, also just some, another piece of news before we get up out of here. Uh, William Hart died at 77. The the um, leader of the group, the Delphonics, the R&B group, just wanted to give my condolences to his family. It's tragic, but uh, yeah, man. So we ain't on a, such a sour note, but hopefully we entertained you guys with uh, our Resident Evil review and uh, spending some time with Blade Count Chocula. That was very fun. <laughs> Blade Chocula. But yeah, man, it, I'm glad I got news with y'all. Sorry, sorry we did. Sorry, I started late. Try to use something new because you know Streamyard, as you can see, they they taxing, charging, charging me too much. So I got the basic layout right now. But glad y'all stuck in there with me. <laughs> it was it, tonight was real fun, guys. Tonight was real fun. That was fun. That was good. Thank you. Yeah, man. But before we get out of there, why don't you guys tell the people where they can find you? With uh, Brian, we'll start with you. Oh, put me on the hot seat, man. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, man. So uh, my full name is Brian Parkerson. Uh, I'm really active on Facebook. Uh, if anybody wants to connect with me, find me on Facebook. But I've got a Twitter. It's at, uh, at BP4Christ. I run a production company called Dawn Journey Productions. We've got a Twitter page. Uh, it's at Dawn Journey Prod. We've got an Instagram. We've got a Facebook page as well. I'm also a podcast host. Um, I've got a show called The Other Interview Show. Uh, I'm on every major podcast outlet um 
but Facebook, I'm very accessible. Feel free to, to, to add me. And if you have any questions about podcasting, filmmaking, movies, whatever, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Just, uh, my, my request is always send, send everything in the first message. Cause I, you know, every scammer that always starts like, hello, how are you? Like it's a script. So I ask people like, don't start that way. Just, you know, ask me your question or whatever in the first message and I'll be happy to chit chat with you. All right. And Marco, we're going to find you at. So um, I run a whole a podcast called Entertainment Rants. Uh, again, just like uh, Brian, you can find it on all major po- podcast platforms. We have a website. It's entertainmentrants.com. Uh, use uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, it's at Entertainment Rants. Uh, and uh, we, we run a, a review show on movies, TV, anything from the 80s to now. Uh, myself and the fellow ranters. Uh, we do a weekly podcast, and it's a lot of fun. We like to guest on a lot of other shows. This is, what, my second or third time with you, Jason? It's been always a blast. Uh, check out some other podcasts that we're on. Um, there's a, some great shows, like the Raphael Miranda's, the um, Geeky Dad, the Three Geeky Dads, uh, another show that I guest on sometimes. That, that they're a lot of fun, so check out some other shows as well, gang. A lot of stuff out there, a lot of content. And, guys, you know where you can find me at. And if you can't find me, I just put our link tree in the comments. So go ahead and click on that link tree. We have everything from our Spotify to our um, our Spotify link to our YouTube channel to our Twitch channel, Facebook group, all that good stuff. But also, I do want to show you guys once again, because I'm really trying to push this, because I just want y'all to – do, do a whole lot better and feel a whole lot better by having that good brand of popcorn butteriness all over your body. Look at this shirt that we got here. And also we got mugs, masks, refrigerator stickers, and even for the babies, look here, we even got the onesies for the little for the little ones so they can rock that brand of popcorn. But you don't have any hats, Jason. You don't have any hats, man. I know, man. I, I, Come on, man. You got to have the hats. You I got hats. Know, but you don't have a hat. I know, man. Look, T Public, man, I can't, what can I tell you? They're racist against bald people. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you could probably like wear the, the onesie as a turban. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the first things I did when I got my podcast. Is I got a onesie for my son. <laughs> and immediately started taking pictures of him in it. <laughs> I, you know, I gotta admit that uh, the, the mask—I thought that was like some kind of like championship belt or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you can make it one. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, yeah. But uh, next week we, or this week, I should say, we will probably be doing Jordan Peele's Nope, along with—I feel like something else is coming out. I, I don't know. I watched too much TV, y'all. Uh, is no is nope gonna hit the streaming platforms or is it theater only? No, nope is not. Right now it's theater, theater only. That's what they said. I just watched the preview for today at Thor. Oh, and, and also in the Facebook group, guys, we're probably going to start doing polls again for these bad movie reviews because I love doing them and it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. So I'll probably put a poll up tomorrow and have y'all vote to see what we'll do. Matter of fact, let's make the poll right now. What should the category be, y'all, out of Mark on Brown? What what should should the category be I should look for? You know what? In honor of Nope, let's do aliens. In the honor of Nope, let's do aliens. So I'll throw I'll throw one out there for y'all. Nuki. <laughs> Nuki, the E.T. ripoff, or one of many E.T. ripoffs. I, I had not heard of that. No, me either. Yeah. I have to go check it out. 
trying to think. Y'all know anything? I think, I think, I think you're going to do a video game poll. Uh, video game to movie poll. Okay, we'll do that one. Uh, no, we'll do that one. Okay. Okay, I'll throw mine there. Uh, I will throw in Street Fighter. Nine, um, the, 19, hey. the 1981. Well, you know, I'll throw both of them. I'll throw both of them in there. I'll throw both of them in there. The Legend of Chun Li and the original one with Jean Claude Van Damme. Y- y'all, yeah. y'all gotta get. Oh, and uh, oh, oh gosh, and the guy from the Adams family. I can't remember his name right now. Raul uh, Julia. Yeah, yeah, plays M. Bison. Yeah, right. chewing else? the scenery in every shot. I just a bad, bad Bison, but man, I mean, I, I, it's just fun to watch Raul Julia, but he was a horrible Bison. <laughs> that didn't make right. any sense. All right, so okay. Uh, then I guess you y'all got any suggestions to throw in the poll? Um, gosh, for, stand, stand up next. Oh, go ahead, Marco. <laughs> for good ones or bad ones? Bad ones. We're doing bad ones. Bad movie poll. I mean, I, my my money's still on Mario Brothers. It's one okay. of the worst movies of all time, let alone bad video game movies. It had nothing to do with the game. I'll throw that nothing. in there. Nothing, right. Brian. You got one. Y'all took the best ones. Um, oh, goodness gracious, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at on the spot. Um, <laughs> double Dragon. That's that. Yeah, you know, oh, that. Yes, double Dragon. Yes. Double All Dragon right. was chock full of crap. All now, right. Yeah. By the way, since we, we've since we're, we're talking about this, the the original Mortal Kombat film was really good. The yeah. 1995 one. Now that's one video game they did well. One video game movie they did really well. I do want to point that out. Yeah. Uh, Other than Reptile, they did a really good job with that movie. Yeah, the Reptile thing was strange. I still have a problem yeah. with how they did Goro. You don't like Goro? Well, well no, I, I mean, for the, the time, the time, the technology, and no, yeah. I had a problem with how how they killed him off. Oh, how they took him out? Yeah, that was yeah. stupid. <laughs> okay, so we have. So y'all, I'm I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make this tonight the poll so you guys can vote. We have Double Dragon, the original Street Fighter live action movie, Super Mario Bros. And what else did we say? Double Dragon. Okay, Double Dragon, Super Mario Bros. Um, Street Fighter, and I got the one. We got the one more in there. Assassins. Can, you got Assassins Creed. You, yeah. I'm th- but Assassin's Creed, it was just more boring. I got I got Welcome to Raccoon City. Throw that in there. Let's see how you know what? Yeah, we'll do <laughs> we'll do Welcome to Raccoon City. So I'm gonna put that poke now. We got Welcome to Raccoon City, Double Dragon, uh Super Mario Bros. and 19 and the 1980 uh, 1980, I forgot which one it was. What year was but the, the original Street Fighter. So that will be the poll. I'll put that up and you guys can vote for that. But like always, y'all, we gotta get up out of here. I Don't forget you. Prince of Persia. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, that's what uh, Rampage was another one. They did Angry Birds. Like the list is somewhat endless. The Resident Evil obviously goes for a lot longer, but yeah. Well, so you could do a whole podcast with some bad Resident Evil movies. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> But y'all, it's been fun. I'm about to take a shower and eat. But remember, y'all, when y'all come to these reviews, just remember to always bring the popcorn. All right, guys, we are out of here. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Raider.